0: Do you remember those words you shared with me that day, that afternoon? And you, you were very nonchalant about the prayer too. You were like, well, you know, okay. I pray. Very non- nonchalant, um, Rachel.
1: Welcome to the latest episode of the You Deserve Fresh Lettuce Podcast. I am your co-host, Rachel. And I am Dahlia. And we are going to be talking about something that is really like, if the only episode you ever listen to of the entire future of the show is this episode, you did yourself a huge favor. And you want to listen to this.
0: These words are impactful. So let me just go back really quick. We have a little coffee, we have a little tequila, (laughs) there's going to be some tequila moments possibly and so you might want to drink a cocktail, a mocktail, tequila, a little (laughs) coffee, whatever, maybe just water, Um, Um, but but yeah there's going to maybe be some moments that we we may need to 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 cheers, yes, (laughs) because we we may need this, this. so So, either way, let's dive into it. (laughs) If you don't know who we are,
1: please take a listen to the very first episode and you will get a little bit of background about who we are, how our friendship became to be and why we're doing the show for you. So let's talk about that, that prayer. Um, so... If you listen to the first episode, we talked about how we met. We met on Delia's thirtieth birthday ten years ago, not to put the age thing out there. It
0: was only big on <laughs> It was but like yesterday. Over 10 years. It was on my 30th birthday, but it feels like six <laughs> months ago. You can't.
1: right, I'm not <laughs> counting. Um and so basically one of the things we explain is that I was actually kind of unknowingly really on my way out of my divorce and then she, out of my divorce, out of my marriage of like almost 20 years and Delia was what appeared to be the height of it all because I was at the 30th birthday, let me tell you, and it was so spectacular and her husband made this like remarkable speech and the first thing I remember doing is looking at her reaction. And it's so weird because Delia and I were kind of, we vibe like from the first day we yeah. met, we just kind of had a little bit of a connection. We became fast friends, but you can listen to that on the first episode, but I just kind of picked up on something and over time she gave me little smoke signals and I knew there's just more going on here. So basically one of the things that we fast forward several months into our friendship and I then actually know because your birthday's in May. Right. And so my marriage ended a month later in June.
0: Okay. So that's just the way that the calendar and the timing yes. and the numbers worked out for us. So basically,
1: my marriage ended at the end of June. Actually, the day after Father's Day was not like when I filed the divorce, but it was like over. Like he moved out, it was over. And what I'm about to share with you in this episode, and Dahlia is actually going to share her experience with this is how I even got to that point to say it's "It's over it's over yeah with two kids 20 years family entangled like this I loved, love love my in-laws till this day love them they love me it's like I was I'm an only child well I was that's a whole other thing later on to be continued You deserve first letter podcast. Yes, and so um, here's how I even came to that point. I had a lot of red flags, not in the beginning, actually, throughout my marriage. I think every
0: woman has a radar going off inside right. of them, and, and we want to turn it off. The gut says this, and you're like, but I don't want to believe that. And mm-hmm. I just, you want to kind of just pretend you didn't see it, hear it, feel it, know it. It's just you want to turn off your senses, basically. That's what it is. It's yeah. like we get so mad
1: that our husbands lie to us, but we are <laughs> lying to ourselves more than any man yeah. is going to lie to us. Like, plain and simple. And so the journey is really like this long journey that we're going to be sharing throughout several episodes. But at the end of the journey, I was continuing to really see, like the alarms were really going off. So yeah. we're early in my marriage, just to kind of give you... Um, some context when I first got, I was a teen teen mom, a teen yeah. wife, and i he had cheated on me oh, and but poor. when you're first married, you still don't even have enough
0: like clues and then you almost think like they're gonna change, right? You're like, they're sorry, I'm sorry, and then you think that he finally got it like, yeah,
1: he it. and that's where I was because I was really young, and then I you know we got married right away, right. then we had the baby, and so like you know I'm like this pregnant mess I'm a teen I'm 18 years old and I just I kind of thought like maybe but at that age I'm telling you and it doesn't matter what age you are if you're a newly married woman like you're on cloud nine and you might notice some things and think oh you know no way and so, I did go to my grandparents a lot, and I was yeah. like, I'm kind of noticing, they're like, Rachel, don't mm-hmm. go digging, like, it's, it's, because if you look, you'll find. Yeah, it's like you're vanish, making, yes, you're so. pregnant, hormonal, yeah. you're making something out of nothing. So, I had some experience with red flags that I ignored. Right. And Turn the red flags I, into trees. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, and so I had ignored them, even though there's like bonfires or whatever, and then he actually then got caught cheating, and so um, he ended up, anyways, I ended up staying. That's a whole other show. Yeah. But what I'm trying to express is that in this journey, I started to learn what the red flags were. So, in the last year... Yeah. and the left so just for you listening at home or where you are we have landscapers outside who are just yeah, deciding so to I like keep everything manicured join, <laughs> join the show <laughs> hopefully everything you guys can't hear it so um so basically i was not a rookie when it came to the red flags, but I became very seasoned at choosing my battles. Mm. And when I had started to come to the end of the road, he, my husband at the time, had actually went to go help a uh, brother, who's in the restaurant business, start his business and do all- So he was actually gone for a total of two months. Wow. And um, when he left, he was in tears. He was like, I don't want to leave my family. You guys, oh my God, this, I mean, we were like in a really great place. Right. He, though, had become unemployed. I actually owned a magazine right. at the time. That, and so it kind of went like this. Magazine. And so here I was, my career was like taking off and I was getting a lot of notoriety right. and stuff like that. And he, his career was coming to an end after like many years at this cor- corporation. So anyways, he takes this opportunity, and it just seemed like if that's what he thought he had to do for the family, then I get it, and I wanted to be the supportive wife. And so what ended up happening is that when he returned, which by the way, I almost like Forced him to come back. My right. older son was going through some troubles and stuff, and I was like, "It's just time." Like he wasn't making money over there. It just none of it was what he thought or I thought it was going to be. And it was time for him to come home. And yet he was like making excuses as to not mm-hmm. come home, mm-hmm. which was oh, really yeah, yeah, weird. And
0: you feel the, you know, that gut, the, that feelings like, like, like something's off. yeah sure You were like. I don't want to hone in on the off, but something's off.
1: Yes, and if any of you have ever seen the movie The Water Boy, I raised two, so I'm a boy <laughs> mom. So like I've had to watch these ridiculous movies. Yes. There's a scene where the mom, where she's telling the story about like her, the dad and why he disappeared, and and it was these letters. And at first, the letter was, dear, you know, Rebecca, yeah. I miss you and the boy so much. I miss my family. Da, da, da. And then it ends with like the third letter being. <laughs> to whom it may concern, <laughs> like, very yes, you know, like, like you're my life anymore. yeah, and you know, so it was like, and he's like Chow Roberto, and his name wasn't even Roberto. It was like Jack, but he oh. wanted to sound exotic, so it's one of oh those things, gosh. yeah, you know. And so I just thought maybe something's going on. So, yeah. he, he, anyways, he gets home, he makes it back home, and one of the things was he was acting so different.
0: Oh, that's when you know
1: it was so different. And yes. he's, not everybody has the, pl- and, and that's a blessing because sometimes we get subtle hints
0: Right and then we're like huh That's no. not right Something's, Something's off Yes And then you don't want to be that crazy oh, person Yes and then, they, and then they draw you out to be crazy too though Yes like, Maybe yes. I'm losing it uh, So yeah.
1: This oh. was like a bonfire This wasn't like uh. a, like a little smokestack yeah. This was like a burning house and yeah. I was just like this man I mean, completely different music. I won't even get into like the red flags because I don't want you guys to become paranoid and be like, "Why are you listening <laughs> to country all of a sudden?" Right? Yes. What happened? So, what ended up happening was I had a decision to make because when I was in my really young, as I mentioned earlier, he had cheated and got right. caught, and um, and we worked through that. It was really difficult, but at that moment, during that time, I made a promise to myself that no matter how old I was that I could be 85 years old right and if this but I, I was basically drawing the line in concrete, right? right. Not I'm in good sand, because sand get blown around yeah. my emotions. You know, yeah, a little wind kicks <laughs> of, off uh, the freaking line. Emotions you know. stay blowing that you line know, and moving it. Concrete, and concrete. And some of us were married to habitual line steppers. Oh, of course. So it was drawn in concrete. And let me tell you, I made that promise to myself. And in the first episode, we talk about deserving fresh lettuce yeah. and how this came to be and how it, sometimes we don't give ourselves what we deserve and we put up with so much and that was one thing that I had to make a commitment and once I really committed like I was like never ever again he gets one and like Delia said earlier you make these stories around like he learned his lesson because he really acted like back then like right. oh my god i could never do this again like
0: now that i see I the need pain family i want you guys together we belong together the kids the, the house. house. Oh, I got hit with the grandkids <laughs> yes, so yes. too. Yes. So Especially when they
1: up. I made a promise to myself yes. and I was very specific yeah. and I was in a bathroom crying. And actually, at this point, I had had my second child. So he had cheated when I was pregnant with my first one. Ugh. And then, like, I think off and on between when my second one came. So All my right. second one was like, a week old, I was uh, breastfeeding, and then he was like, I have something to tell you. But it was because I ran into an old friend uh, who kind of knew the situation man. back then and was like, you know, Just cause, cause you yeah. Know. So he was backed into a corner, right. but I let him be kind of like this hero type who yeah, was like, I have something to tell you. He tells me what happened, and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm in the bathroom crying, oh. and I make that promise to myself. Never again. I was 23 at the time. So young. When, this, when I made myself this promise and I said never again and I focused on a bunch of other stuff. But anyways, I made that promise. Fast forward to when he actually cashed in that ticket mm. because it's like a ticket. I mean, I went out as far as getting divorce papers Right. and like having him sign them and then i signed them and then i had them like under the television hidden right. back really then the times t- the yes. televisions were like huge right and um and just so he knew at any time if you do this I i'm gonna a, file yes. these and papers the okay. yeah <laughs> so that was the right. 23 year old me but fast forward um to gosh, so no bs tolerance
0: I, I mean, we basically got, basically
1: yeah we fast. got like another 10 12 life. years you know yeah yeah It was like another 12 years um, later, but all along I had red flags. Of course. 12 years, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my gosh it's happening, he just returned and my husband is different. I sent one man Thank on that you. flight and I received a different man. With long hair probably. Oh my god the t-shirts <laughs> were so tight yeah, and it was like, like the music. It was the, just all the, the signs. Blues, it the was blues. all the signs all the you signs. You see
0: it, and then you just want to think that he just changed his style right? In two months. And then or the phone, phone has to phone now be right, right at his head Yes, or he has to be, you know, and these are the things that we, we notice and it's a subtle, you know, we notice these subtle changes, but we just think, you know, the benefit of the doubt, like, oh, it may not be nothing. I think I'm, I'm being, you know, again, it's like the crazy thing. Like I'm being a crazy girl. And, uh, and they even will paint you out to be that, you know, because you're not, over, it is like, like twilight like, zone. Yeah. You're like, Where, you are, what are you talking about? You're crazy. And then you're like, i am crazy am i crazy Maybe. i'm like do talk to myself so like i i know i'm crazy <laughs> yes,
1: but like really? am, I acting, am I acting crazy
0: Am I really so
1: crazy? Yeah. i knew i couldn't ignore it anymore when i was doing carpool and i'm heading you know to take the kids to school and my little kids are in the back seat well my one was my little one my, they're five years apart but my little one was like mom where's dad and i uh-huh. said he's in the house and he goes no where's our dad
0: And it was like. he recognized he was absent.
1: Yes. Yes. Mm. So they knew he was totally different something was going on. So anyways, I then decide, and at this point I was already kind of on a spiritual journey of really learning how to build a relationship with with God, with Christ, and to really just understand that to really figure out am I even worthy of that I knew that I had a lot of mistakes I'd made in my life and there's just all these doubts and so I made this really profound choice to kind of surrender you know people say let go and let God they don't like they don't really emphasize like it's such a total surrender and that there's that's scary you know because if you surrender everything like you surrender your life to whatever the outcome is going to be we are such in the mode of like keeping it together as women, as wives, as moms. Keeping it perfect, keeping it together, no one see it no one can
0: see it. If there's a big fight then you just hi! Like you just kinda like
1: keep it moving. Keep it moving, yes. And we're the glue right? And it's like keeping it together and now but yet to have a relationship with, with God, mm-hmm. you actually have to then let go of it and hand it to him without knowing what his plan is or the path he's going to put you on. Right. And that's where faith comes in because faith is to follow without seeing. And so then I'm like, okay, I think, I think I'm think i ready to do that. I mean, I think no one's ever really ready. No, I don't think so. But yeah. I think
0: that, you know, you know you what you've been through. You know what you're going through. And you know what you're willing to let go and find and figure out, and whatever that is, you expect it to be completely different, right? To yes. It's like the outcome's gonna be uh, how Disney likes to paint it out for us. <laughs> happy wedding, and, and the kids, and then you live in this beautiful mansion, yes. blah, blah, blah. And then it's not like that.
1: <laughs> no. And you know, and and it just it could get real messy yes. real fast, and all that's part of the plan. It is. And so. Yes, I yes. got to that point where I was like, I'm going to surrender. And no matter how painful or bumpy the ride or whatever it is, um, well, even when I was really young, my mom and my parents would say, how do you have the courage to do these things? Yes. And I would say, I just leap and a net will appear. Like, I just know a net will appear. So I've always kind of had this idea, but I, okay. wasn't app- I, I wasn't applying it in my marriage. Okay. In my marriage, it was like all me. Like, I got this. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. I got this. And so I had a tight grip, like Mm. as much as I could on the image of my relationship, everything, everything. And so when I finally made the decision to surrender, it was very out of my comfort zone. It was very scary. The unknown Mm. is scary. But I said, I trust you. Like, I trust Uh you, God, and I am giving it all to you for better or for worse. I'm going to expect the worst. I'm going to hope for the best.
0: Absolutely. And
1: go from there. And what I did was I just, I said that for myself, like almost like to prepare myself, to just say, this is it, this is it, brace. But almost like, instead of the impact, we wanna brace. Yes. And this is to say, you know it's going down in a ball of flames, and this is just- you
0: don't know how you're gonna come out of it and how you're gonna survive. This is just just
1: sitting there and just going, okay. And and hearing the alarms and the people screaming and like everything, you know, falling apart and being calm in it. And trusting, and so I ended up saying a prayer. Mm. And I basically just prayed to God and I said, Dear God, show me who my husband really is. Mm. Show me who he really is. Show me the man he is when I'm not looking. Show me the man he is when no one's looking. Wow, when he thinks no one's looking because I know you're looking.
0: And And so, where did you even come up with? those words like were those like did you read that because i'm curious are we every time i i listen to people i always want to know did you get that from a book was that something from like was that an insight that came through or where did you get that those
1: words i think it's a combination of just things in life people that come in things you read because i do remember seeing or hearing something it might have even been in the bible that was like, and it might have been in Spanish, you know, we're both Mexican, we're Latina, and it was something like, show me who a person is when they think no one's looking, and I'll show you who they really are. Mm -hmm. And it could have been Oprah in the 80s for all I know, like, but I know that that was something that just came through. It wasn't something I lived by, it wasn't something I had ever spoken about before, and it wasn't something I had heard. It just came through in that moment of total surrender, and it was like, Dear God, show me. And you know, so often as women, we don't want to actually see. Right. We're like in this duality, like this quest for like, what's he doing? Like, what's he really up to? And like, not wanting to know. Right. And like, really it's not wanting to It's kind of know. like the
0: famous, cover your eyes, but then your fingers are open. So you really are trying to pretend Yeah. you want to see what you don't want to see. Because you, you want to continue to pretend or or just you want it to to be better you you expect better and so
1: and so it makes it really tough because it's not a natural response right and when you love something so much like i loved my husband i wasn't one of those women who stayed with the man and then the love fizzled away and then i left him because it was over i divorced someone i was Still in love with. Oh, that's tough. You know, so it makes it really hard. And so, but guess what? I had to love myself more. Right. And I had to trust so God right. and love God more I than know. Him even. Right. Because I had gotten to a point in my life where He was my life in so many ways. I mean, everything you do. I had like my career and my kids and and my husband. Right. But it was like, where's God in it? And it's like, oh yeah, we pray.
0: Oh yeah, we believe. Forget about that part, right? Especially when things are going. I mean, I I think the people that keep it together uh, most of the time they have that faith,
1: and it continues.
0: It's not like you lose it. It it, and then you do say like, oh, we we say a little prayer. I go to Mm. church, you know. There's the wedding. There's the baptism. Yeah. Yeah, we go to church. Yeah. Uh, And so, but you're not going with your heart. My soul spirit, like cracked open, right?
1: And so, I wasn't really a church goer or anything, it was just something that I was called in my spirit to do. And but I also understood that I had to we talk about bracing for impact, I had to be spiritually prepared and mentally prepared for anything, right? It wasn't like I had to be prepared for XYZ, no, no, no. This is like I this is like pulling that little string, that little thread that's just there. And realizing that it could unravel right. the entire thing, the sweater is it's just falling apart, apart and leaving the comfort zone. And that's exactly yeah. what it felt like. That's what it was. So I surrendered and I said, "I want. I want to. I'm ready to know who this man is. Wow! And to to lift the mask, remove the facade. Like whatever these goggles I'm looking through are clear. Like take them off. I want to see. And um." It was so powerful oh but also i i also said but god prepare me to take the steps that you intend for me because here's what i what i knew i couldn't ask for him to show me and then do nothing i knew that I couldn't just go to find out what's going on and then just sit there with the man and punish him for two years
0: right. or the rest of our lives. What's well, like, going to be the reaction to the prayer? Like, like, what? How are you going to react to the impact? Yes. How are you moving forward? And how are you going to take the steps? So then on top of the prayer that you made, you had to kind of back it up with another prayer. Is what you yes, said. because you have to like surrender
1: and then you have to say what you want. To have happen, so I wanted to see. Right. I wanted to see, and for him to reveal my husband, not who's that chick on the side, who's he texting? No, no, no. I just want to see who he truly was. And then I had to then pray for whatever for whatever I'm shown to be able to accept it, Mm -hmm. not make excuses for it, not doubt it, accept. Like this now, I could say is like my Angelou. You know, she always said. When people show you who they really are, but believe them the first time. Yes, and we don't believe them the first time. See, we need all kinds. Of, see, women, we yeah. could be told he's cheating. We could be told I slept with your husband. We're like Inspector Gadget, <laughs> yeah. unless we saw the video. You say, well, well did you see how she, she was
0: dressed? Was dressed? <laughs> of, of course. <laughs> well, you look mean? at. Yeah, what you does make she make do? Excuses. Oh. You make excuses for them yes. and for their actions and for whatever it is that they're doing. So uh, we're not saying that all men are bad, by the no. way, but this is your story, yes. what you went through, and your prayer and how it all unraveled the sweater Yes. and what you had to do in order to pray for it to be shown And the prayer to back it up to say, give me now the strength to not only see what I see, but take action, move forward and say, okay, what is my plan A, B through Z when it comes to being drunk?
1: yes because it's like a nuclear blast coming into your and you know what it didn't have to be right it could have been that he didn't do anything and that god showed me he's just going through a midlife crisis or he's just struggling financially whatever you know but he still not know how you're gonna like provide for yourself you're not gonna know you're not gonna know like anything and not to mention
0: there's there's things that happen right like for instance there's like the holidays like how do you then take what you knew for so long like This is how we share the holidays. This is what we do during this time. This is, you know, from January to December, right? This is how life is lived. And all of a sudden someone grabs, it's like they put you in a box, they shake you, and then they're like, figure it out. Now you're all dizzy. You're like, what am I gonna do? And so, you know, you just kinda, it's kinda like walking again. You have to teach yourself like, okay, this is January for me now. This is February for me now. The first year is so chaotic. Because it's all new and it's a new world, new life for you because before you actually got married and had children or if you didn't have children, whatever the case is, uh, there there was a different kind of life, which is a single life. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, you're now in this box and then all of a sudden they shake you up and now you're in this box and you got to figure things out and say, okay, how am I going to provide for myself, for my family? What does the holidays look like? What does Saturday nights now look like? Because guess what? You're no longer going to Saturday night movie or dinner. Now it's it's like, like. okay maybe mini skirt and uh nightclub or yeah night. like what does that balance then you there's like the daycare situation I mean there's so right? many there's things so many variables to to now l- coming into this life and and you gotta do like and then, yes and you and you're
1: on this journey that you have to have faith on and Absolutely. you're on this Always. journey not knowing Always. what each step is gonna bring while your heart is still bleeding there is still Pain Absolutely. and there's psychological stuff going on. There's so many things. That's what we're we're really excited to be inviting guests on, who right. are going to talk about that are experts in these areas to really like not only coach us but you guys and give us these like tidbits to help us right. get through kind of those difficult into things.
0: The things that we don't know, like the insight, their insight. Um, but definitely, I think like as long as you continue your faith with God and you say, Lord, just show me who this person is in front of me and behind me and let me make the decision that best fits me in my life. And so, however it is that you have to say those words and those prayers, just be ready for impact because ask.
1: (laughs) And you shall receive. It is definitely gonna be an awesome journey. Just know that you are looking at two women with different histories, different experiences, but w- a few things in common with regards to having to make the toughest decision you're going to ever make in your life, right. and that is to walk away from the life you built, right. the family you built, it's so difficult, or deciding to stay, because we've done both. Right. right. We've been through it and stayed through it, right. and we, we are telling stories about when enough was enough. Right. And so you're seeing someone years later, and we say it's a single for 10 years, and oh my god, it's not for a lack of opportunity. Yes. It's just our eyes are so
0: wide <laughs> yeah. open. You're, shy, right? You're like, yes. yeah, I just, I'm good. Uh, I yeah. I just don't know about that. And, yes. then, and you always, I always say, like, uh, getting engaged or getting married is easy. Yes. The commitment. Oh.
1: That's the challenge. That's a whole, like, and that's a whole other show. That's, that's just
0: different.
1: Yeah, and it and it's a whole other show because there's just so many amazing things that we could, we're going to be sharing with you, ladies. Absolutely. But pray, 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 and trust that even if you've already made the decision and you've already walked away, or he's walked away, whatever it is, just know you can still pray those prayers for yourself to reveal your strengths, to reveal your path, to reveal. And and basically putting it in God's hands and saying, hey, I want you to choose for me. Right. So part of why I say that I'm still single is I say, I don't want to choose the guy anymore. Clearly, I'm not a very good picker. <laughs>
0: You're you know,
1: My radar, my antenna is kind of like this. Okay, it's yeah. pretty damaged at this I point. I think it's it's damaged. pretty fried. Yeah. And so my prayers these days are like, yeah. let his will be yeah. done. I and you, that, Rachel. And you choose the guy for me. I want what you choose for me. Because I know what I write down. Yeah. And I know that when I see someone, I'm like, hmm. Mm. And I could easily get obsessed with like, how can I get this person to, to connect with me? me yeah? But I'd rather just trust I just trust God. Trust the process. Okay. As they say. So that has been the episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Please stay tuned for more and stay, stay here and listen to the mantra and say it with us. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs> We're <laughs> <That's> all awkward. <laughs> Father God, I ask that you bless me to understand that it's always darkest before the dawn that your plans for me are bigger than my plans for me. I trust in you, Lord, that you will light and shine the path I was meant to be on. I am open to receive the blessings coming my way. I declare that I deserve respect. I deserve love. I deserve happiness. I deserve to feel beautiful and that I deserve fresh lettuce.